Hey Loves, welcome to the Victorious You podcast. I'm your host, Isabel von Fallois. I'm a practical mystic, a best-selling author, the founder of the Angel Life Coach Training, the Isis Angel Healing, Magdalene Healing, and so much more. After surviving life-threatening leukemia with the help of the angels, I'm here to remind you that miracles are possible always and everywhere. Alone and together with amazing and inspiring guests, we will talk about all things spiritual and so much more. I'm here to empower you on your path of healing and spiritual awakening and to become the most victorious you. Enjoy! I'm so excited to present you my dear friend Gary Quinn as my first guest on Victorious You. He's such an amazing soul and I'm immensely grateful the angels brought him into my life. I love our episode together because we speak about the main themes we have as human beings, like being happy, feeling loved, living in peace, creating abundance and so much more. But now let me tell you a little bit more about Gary. He is an international motivational speaker, an intuitive life coach and a best-selling author. Gary is often described as a transformational life shifter. Using his skills, techniques and tools, he creates extraordinary changes in people's lives and careers. Gary is the founder of the Touchstone for Life Coaching Certification Program, which trains, transforms and empowers individuals to create extraordinary results. His teachings have been embraced by individuals from all walks of life, including entertainers, athletes and corporate leaders. Among his many coaching clients are Academy Award winners, Emmy Award winners, Grammy winners and Olympic gold medalists. Gary has been featured in Vanity Fair magazine Italy, The Huffington Post, Psychology Today, Woke, Glamour, Glückspost, Toronto Sun and so much more. He has been heard on over 150 radio shows worldwide including BBC Radio. And he has been interviewed by Marilou Henner, Shirley MacLaine, among others. I think all this speaks for itself. But now let's dive in to the episode we did together. Enjoy. Hello, dear Gary. I'm so happy to finally be with you again after five years. I missed you so much. Yes, Isabel. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And it's always such a pleasure to be with you. And it's like we're soul brother and sister forever. That's true. I think we had quite some past lives together. Absolutely. I mean, even the way we met and how, you know, my book fell out the shelf. Uh, it's, I mean, I, I think that's such a start to talk about that because that's how, you know, synchronicity of alignment with people uh, finds itself. 
Exactly. And it was really a tough, tough time in my life. I was just in the middle of healing from leukemia and because of the chemotherapy, all of my organs were destroyed and I barely could eat. And I was really, I didn't know what to do anymore to, to, to eat and to feel better. And so with my now husband, Hubert, we went into a bookstore to look at books about nutrition, maybe Ayurveda and something like that. And I was taking out a really interesting book about Ayurveda. And in the same moment, a book fell out and it was your scary. May the angels be with you. It was totally wrong. It shouldn't be in that uh, <laughs> part of the shelf at the bookstore. But I felt goosebumps in that moment. I really felt goosebumps. And I said, I have to buy this book. And Gary, we were sitting in the house of my parents on the sofa and I started reading and this every single word I felt it's so true. The angels must be so near. And in in my deepest part of my heart, there was this incredible wish to meet you one day. At that moment in my life, I had no money at all. I couldn't have spent a plane ticket, the money for a plane ticket to go to see you in Los Angeles. And but I kept this wish deeply deeply in my heart and i had no clue that we would meet in this lifetime and that this deep wish was because my soul recognized your soul in that moment right and i think we met in zurich True. Uh, i came to your event and i wanted to meet you because i was drawn to meet you and um there you were. We connected after the ta your talk, and that's how the, the universe brings everybody together. But may I ask you, because I think I never asked you, how did you know about me? I just was, you know, I, I, I feel the energy from people's aura or their energy when I see a picture of them. And something drew me to go to, it was one of my early days in the uh, Lebenskraft, Yes, uh, in Zurich. And I just said, I must go see her. And uh, I just listen. I think that's part of the trust. I listened to my my internal voice. And I went and uh, there you were. It was like, Oh, my God, I've met I've known her before. Yeah. So that it was like, I just went up to you. And I said, Isabel, and you looked yeah. at me. I wanted to thank you. I had no clue you would even know about me. And we fell in each other's arms. It was like friends from the very first second in that Always. moment. And, and I think that's what's so great about life is as we get older, we understand that how fortunate we are, even if you're on another continent or time zone, you you can be away from someone for five years, 20 years, but then when you're together, it's like you were there yesterday. True. And, we, and we've shared so many great times. We did an event together in uh, in Germany. We went to, uh, uh, we were in Ireland together. Yes, we were. You you invited me to, to this incredible event of yours. It was called, I, I think, A Day of Miracles. And yes. you said you should come with me and, and teach together with me. And you, you knew already this incredible promoter, Murad, which I got to know then. And it was just the most magical time we had there. 
Yes, and we went to the beautiful church. And was it Saint Bernadette? I believe. No, it was Saint Bridget. Bridget is okay. in Kildare. In Kildare. Okay. There, in yes. Yes, and and the cathedral was closed, and everything was closed. Even the gate before the was everything was closed, and I was standing there and really praying. I want to come in there. And then a guardian came and were right saying, you know, this is the pianist from Germany, an author from Los Angeles, can't you? No, I'm very sorry, it's closed at this time of the year. And all of a sudden, another guy came, who was the guy who played the organ in the church, and he mm -hmm. had the key. I love and it. Then, and then we, the day before our event, the Day of Miracles, we entered this incredible church, do you remember? And then he played... Yes incredible music by Bach and we really were in heaven it was like yes it was it was amazing you know I think I think life is about that and and um you know moving moving in both our paths we've all we've all been learning and searching for truth yes. and I think any any wisdom that we can shed on friends or clients or or events That's really what it's about, because at the end of the day, and you've always said it from the beginning, love is all there is, yes. really. Yes, and you always realize it in the most, let's say, challenging, difficult situations of your life. If there's kind of nothing left, that the only thing which really counts is the love you bring into life. And the love you receive in your life, right? Correct. And and I think for individuals, sometimes they're afraid of what love is. They think, you know, you can't buy love. You no. can't uh, manufacture. It has to be from within. And I think it starts from self-love. And people go, what, what is self-love? And it's really just acknowledging all the good parts and all the bad parts of yourself as you've spoken about for years of the shadow work, yeah. it's just really about looking within and making it like all the pieces of the puzzle work. Um, and I think we are all connected yeah. on some form uh, of energy. And I think energy is the, is the, the, the most important thing to keep uh, going in life. Yes, and it's so important also to always understand that whatever we think, whatever we say, whatever we do, however we act, however we react, has not only an impact on ourselves, but on the entire planet. Exactly. And and I know for me, in, in teaching my work around the world, I've noticed that, you know, people everywhere in the world want the same thing. You know, when I I'm blessed to be able to work in Japan and in Switzerland and Italy and Mexico and America and and people are just all the same. We all want to find that peace uh, and also that that safety of feeling feeling love and feeling happy no matter what. And I think people uh Uh, sometimes they have a different view of what ha happiness is. Um, and I think happiness is just being in the moment of now instead yeah. of looking, well, if I have a, a, a famous book or if I'm doing this, I'll be happier. 
No, it's about right now, just happy speaking to a good friend, happy to go have a, a dinner with someone, happy to just be in the presence of someone you admire or you love. I think that's the that's the takeaway. Um, you know, I think during this these last four years, people have had to look within yes. and had to change their life because they looked in the mirror and they said, I don't really like the way my life has been. You know, I think when we're keeping busy, uh, we don't get the moments to reflect and we don't get the energy to just be. And sometimes it's it's just being is the hardest thing to do. Yes, because in the moment you just are, you just be, all the things in your mind start to appear, which you are not in peace with, right? Correct, correct. And, and uh, as you said just before, the happiness is not about book being becoming famous. It's not about the money. What I realized in my life, The most successful person in a room is the one who has the most peace in her or his heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, yes, we all need money to live. And, and it's a form of exchanging, um, you know, energy. But and I'm not saying that you have to be in the poverty mentality. I'm saying that you want to have to find the balance of the give and flow of the take of energy and really know that uh, money gives us opportunities. But if you don't have something to give to the universe or to give back, you're just kind of, I think, being a bit selfish and really just hoarding money and not really using it in the right way. Yes, and I think... In the moment you really receive more money in your life, you have more responsibility what you do with that money, whether you use it just for yourself or you use it to help other people. I think this is a very important thing about having abundance is not to keep it all for yourself, but to use it to do good things, right? Absolutely. I think abundance mentality is about the flow of knowing that there's a unlimited source of, of it. And, um, you know, just really, that's why I think um, affirmations are so important because they help build, uh, which I like to teach the language of miracles in, in the work that I teach is really uh, giving people the opportunity to change their dialogue or to change their consciousness. And it may take a year, it may take six months, it may take four years, but I believe that it's all possible to redirect or revive your soul and your subconscious because we are, you know, we are, we are little sponges and we absorb everything. So you have to be so careful what you're thinking and what you're saying and 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 you know sometimes you catch yourself in a situation that throws you off and you want to go to a negative and you have to stay positive i mean i repeat affirmations every day uh oh. and i think you know i think everybody should have some kind of little sacred moment 
mine is lighting candles and and speaking positive words or exercising and hiking and going to the top of the mountain and really being grateful for yeah. what we have already yeah it's so true and i think you remember not only for you but also for me affirmations are really a great part or a big reason i'm still alive because in hospital i really was observing my thoughts 24-7 because I knew that the diagnosis of leukemia and the diagnosis that I would have only three days to three weeks to live, I knew if I didn't change the way I was thinking, if I was thinking I would die all the time, I knew I definitely would die within the three weeks. So mm -hmm. I really spoke affirmations many hours per day. And I, I'm absolutely sure that this is the reason I'm still here. Yeah. One yeah. of the reasons. No, I believe I believe that our mind is so powerful and and we can rethink or rechange our destiny. Yes. And I think every everything is a learning experience. If we look at look at through the lens of that is the the lesson. Yeah. And what did I learn from that moment? But I keep going because I know I'm powerful, I'm strong, uh, I'm conscious, uh, and I'm just this joy of energy and love, then there is no stopping us. And everybody out there has to remember this because, you know, our world is sort of tainted with a lot of negativity. How do you find the positive light in our world today? True. You have to look very hard and well, you very have deep and very deep and you have to start <laughs> you have to start from within. Yes, so true and 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 I'm I think you agree we don't only have to find the lesson within the difficult moments but also the gifts. Because yes. I am quite sure if I hadn't had leukemia probably I would still be a concert pianist and I probably wouldn't be like that on my spiritual path and probably wouldn't have met. So, you know, a lot of things in my life only happened because I had this nearly terminal illness. And, and I'm so grateful for it. It was one of the toughest times of my life when I lost my house, my partner, everything. But this was the moment when I really realized what truly matters in life. Mm -hmm. yeah and this changed everything and there was this moment because you just spoke about gratitude i don't know whether i ever told you but i was in hospital and it was at the time of the war in chechenia and at the moment i felt very very bad i was like nearly dying and i put on the television and i saw the news and i saw everything what happened there And in that moment, Gary, this was the biggest aha moment of my life. I realized I just have a little leukemia. I'm not in the middle of war. I'm not getting raped. I have not to look at people who get shot in front of my eyes. I'm in hospital. Everybody's trying to save my life. And I thought I'm the most lucky girl in the universe. Even I had lost everything, you know, but still... I was in a better position than most of the people there. 
And this changed everything because normally in the really dark moments of our lives, we think we are the most poor person on the planet, but it's not true. It's never true, nearly never true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think we, uh, the soul is knows what we need to do if we listen within. And that's why intuition is so important to trust and really look at really, I feel, I trust, I must go with that feeling. Uh, no matter what people say or what, what is felt, because at the end result um, is always the important thing of changing and, and creating the reality of where you want to be. Um, and I've always been one of these people who trust my path and, and looking at where I wanted to go in the world and work. I mean, I didn't know any of these people there. I, I, I think you look at the manifestation of your thoughts create yes. and our soul and intention that we set every day, every week is so important to realize that once we take responsibility for our thoughts and we have no more heaviness of anger, anxiety or resentment, then you have a clear, calm manifestation tool that you're able to activate. Because if you're stressed out or you're, um, I always say, if you're angry or you're stressed out, you lose the Wi-Fi to the universe. Oh, yes. You have, And you know how frustrating that is when sure. there's no Wi-Fi in a hotel or a place. You go, wow, I need to get on the Internet. Um, and I talk about this in the new book, uh, Become Your Own Business Guru. And the reason why that book came, uh, came upon me was during the pandemic, many of my clients were having meltdowns and they were lo losing themselves. And I, and I said, you know, people in business need to know there is no separation between who you are in the real world who you are in the private world, and who you are in the business world. So if you connect the dots and you start to look at you're working with love, integrity, trust, accountability, forgiveness, and the energy is really what makes you a success. Your energy is your key to success. And many people don't know that, but Many of the people in the business world that I've been coaching from all walks of life in the business world, whether they're presidents, CEOs, workers, they have a sense of, okay, I can I can start my life again, even if I'm working at uh, just a, a normal job. Uh, you have to think big. And remember, I think dreaming is something that people give up or they stop dreaming and I think a dream is so important because without a dream, you know, you really, what's your motivation? But I think if you have life, you have purpose. Sure. You're living to be in the moment of trusting yourself and, 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 and trying to do the work and do your best and, and don't take everything so seriously. Absolutely. You know what? This is a, the true illness that human beings take everything so seriously. Or let's say in certain places at the planet, people take life so seriously. But I think what we really need to keep is this childlike enthusiasm and 
also dreaming is part of that because as a child we had these visions we had this great imagination possibilities we were dreaming about life and we had this uh, let's say this incredible quantum field of infinite possibilities and we lost it or maybe a lot of people lost it when they became adults but it's always there it's always there we are always in this quantum field of infinite possibilities and whatever we we can imagine is possible absolutely and i think we have to really acknowledge ourselves not from the ego place but giving ourselves permission to honor ourselves and uh i i i'm doing a talk uh in italy uh called uh, become your own superstar <laughs> i like it it's really you know uh turning on the lights and and being happy with wherever you are in life i think once we start there then that's the uh, green light to go forward in life as opposed to well i'm waiting for this to happen before i can move forward exactly for this to manifest no you just jump in and you do it true because the point is a lot of people let's say even most of the people are waiting for something to happen to be happy but it's the opposite you have to be first happy and you have to be first radiant and in a vibrant energy so your energy is magnetizing everything towards you absolutely and when you see people that put that out you're attracted to that because you go wow that's amazing energy um years ago i had the opportunity to teach on an island and i actually went with uta who you know yes uh, we went to an island in the philippines that one of her friends brought us to and she just said oh i want you to speak to all my friends on the beach just casually and <laughs> so we got a holiday out of it but there was an island called the amanpulo island uh and it was a five star place it was these little casitas where the you flew in almost like a a fantasy island there were only wow. 40, 40 huts and about 20 no i'd say about 40 people who worked at this place and the people were so vibrant so happy and they would come to you in the morning and say what would you like for lunch is there anything i can get you and i kept i kept going wow their energy is so different and i asked them where do you come from and they said we come from an island about four hours away by boat and this island where we were on that were in, was in the middle of nowhere it was like a sandy beach a small island and i said and what's on this island she said we have no cell phones no tv no electricity we are very primitive but we all are happy and and i said wow it really shows in their energy how important that is in life yeah yeah and it's also always what i say your vibes and your chakras speak louder than your voice so if this is like in a high vibration you feel it before the person even opens her or his mouth right absolutely and and i believe everybody has that within themselves they just turn it down yeah. or flick the switch off yeah. and 
I think part of our job is to, to turn the switch on for yeah. people and yeah. to really understand that it doesn't matter how old you are. No. It doesn't matter what you do, that you can find love within at any age yeah. and know that once you become it, the world changes, your world changes. So, so every everything is from the inside first. Yeah. And I think this is really something the world needs to understand. You first need to love yourself to receive the love you wish for in the outside. You first need to be grateful and to become this magnet and to know that no matter what is happening, you still are abundant because you have the spark of God or however you want to call it within. And if you really realize that all the resources are already within you and you don't search for them outside of you, all of a sudden, everything you need and much more comes into your life in divine time, right? Absolutely. And, you know, uh, I think it's important that we, each of us, all of us, take time to reflect. And, you know, I think keeping busy is great. But if you don't have some time to do inner reflection, you don't really grow. And I recently had some health issues, uh, health opportunities, let's say. I that love that. Can you I say went... this again? Can you say this again? So everybody listens because this <laughs> yes. changed everything. I know about this. So please say it again. Yes, I had. And, and actually, this is the first time I'm actually telling anybody about it. It's a it's a health opportunity about my stomach. And I went to a center uh, that my mom had been going to for 20 years. It's uh, it's a place in in San Diego And you basically are there for one week or two weeks. People come from all over the world and you are eating nothing but raw food enzymes every day. You're meditating. You're doing wheatgrass twice a day, uh, colonics, praying, uh, yoga. Um, it's a spiritual experience. And in the beginning, You're actually there's no TV. There's no you're not allowed to use your phones. It's really a quiet, peaceful place. But you're having to look within. And I think the takeaway that I received the first week was difficult because I believe you're also detoxing. And you start feeling all these pains in your body from emotional stress or food or whatever toxins that are coming out. And you don't start feeling normal until five days or six days. I was there for two weeks. But you're also taking classes every day uh, about healing, about meditation, learning how to make raw foods, learning how to speak, really a spiritual university kind of uh, classes um, and what I what I realized is life is precious. And no matter where you are in your life, that the takeaway is that the urgency is in the moment of now of just being this happiness frequency of love. And that that was my takeaway of love. And the people there were 
you know, they had many things that they were challenges, they were health opportunities they were going through. Um, and I believe that we have to reflect on that because uh, sometimes we don't, um, we don't, we don't take that within ourselves. We learned how to do um, uh, meditation. We, we started doing alpha meditation with, with our, you know, hands. They did a lot of Joe Dispenza work. Um, it was a lot of Louise Hay, who'd been there many times to heal her, overcoming her issues. Many people have gone there um, to really heal and just, I, I think, go in, get into alignment. Um, and so that put me into alignment. So I came out of there in March or April, looking at life um, a bit different. So I think it changed my my view of life and, and, and time with people. I can imagine because in the moment your body is not working like you were accustomed to because I think like I know you, you were always very fit, doing a lot of exercise every single day. You were just really fit, fit, fit. We say like a sneaker here in Germany. You were fit <laughs> like a sneaker. And then all of a sudden you're in a situation like that, that you feel your energy somehow gone because you have these issues of the gut or the stomach, which is tough because you it's in the middle of your body. And right. this is kind of really... I know this from the side effects of the chemotherapy, which also destroyed all the stomach area and the organs. And uh, if you have no energy in the middle of your body, you have no energy at all. You don't feel like doing anything. Um, so I'm slowly starting over, rebuilding, getting my energy, exercising again, um, really watching what I eat. Uh, no sugar at all. Not that I was ever eating a lot of sugar, but everything has sugar in it. Uh, so you have to really be your own health advocate yeah. and really look at the foods that we're eating. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a difficult to, to find organic foods unless you have your own farm or anything like this but i think people just need to be aware they need to expand their their minds and their energy and really look at what's really important now it is and and i think especially if you're traveling a lot like you do it's it's more difficult because if you're at home or in your home place you know where you get your organic food. It's much easier than while traveling. You never know what you get in a restaurant on in, on your plate. So it makes it a little bit more difficult. It's also one of the reasons I really, um, I don't travel so much anymore. I did before. Normally I was like every five days I had to pack again mm. and go on a plane. And I changed that because through the lockdown time, I realized I can really work very well also online. And so I decided to take more care about myself and to travel less and just do what I really want to do as live events and the rest I do online because I really want to take better care of my health. Because, you know, even uh, leukemia is a long time ago, but the chemotherapy really destroyed my organs and I still have kind of to do with some side effects from then, you know, and my organs mm. still are not the same like the organs of normal people. And right. so I want to to stay alive a little bit longer. So I have to take care of myself. 
I think we have to, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Yeah. So I too have limited my traveling. Uh, I wasn't going to go on this trip, but, um, you know, I, I hadn't been there since last year and they were clamoring, um, you know, I can do no wrong in Italy. I'm sure it's a karma thing, uh, you know, uh, and I love going to Italy when I'm yeah. there. It's a little, a little, uh, a lot of uh, things to do. Uh, I prefer Switzerland to just rest. You know, <laughs> we met in Switzerland. That was so much fun. Um, I feel like a sense of peace there and I and I and I actually took a few days on the way back last time and just walked the streets and, and by myself and didn't do anything um yeah. so it's always nice to kind of do that and um even in life I think we have choices that you know whether you are traveling or you're staying home you can do incredible things with technology today True. Oh, um, I've had a great time doing this podcast. I started during the pandemic. And um, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. But (laughs) my first client, I wasn't even sure she would do it. And she said, my first client was Linda Gray from Dallas. And she says, Gary, I'll help you. Don't worry. I go, Linda, I'm so nervous. Uh, She says, don't worry. If you get stuck, I'll help you. And it was like, two friends to this day, it's the best podcast because it was like two friends um, meeting for lunch. And um, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I hadn't done a podcast ever. Um, But I think the fun of it is I enjoy people and I love to hear people's stories. Um, I sometimes feel when I go to these countries that I'm, the ambassador to the UN and I can be in any country and feel normal yeah. uh, that you put me in. I don't feel, Oh, that feels weird. I, 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 I melt with whatever the culture is. Yeah. So I'm very lucky to be able to go to these countries and, 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 and have the opportunity to empower people and to experience such energy yeah. from those countries. Yeah, it's 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 so beautiful, and also to see that at the end we are all human beings and we are all the same, just different kind of mentality. You know, I mean, you you know, it's very different in Japan than it is in Italy. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. That's say about showing emotions or not showing emotions, but within there are the same themes people have, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when I first started teaching in Japan, I wondered why the culture was so shut down. And when I would do seminars, I would see how after a couple hours, the students would run out of the room screaming. And I was like, oh, my God, I I hope I didn't say anything to offend them. And, you know, you have to speak very small sentences because the translation is five minutes on just two sentences okay but you know the people would run out of the room going uh kind of screaming but i realized that they were opening their chakras and their energy was uh coming out like a volcano it had been capped for many years um so so that was a real learning experience and i love working with the japanese people because 
I understand what my job is to help them do, get in touch with their, they have emotions. They're of not, course. They just have had it switched off. And so it's interesting. And then when you go to Italy, you have to turn them down a little. Yes. The emotions are too dramatic. You know? <laughs> and you know, you know, I said, please just breathe, relax, <laughs> don't speak. And, and, um, and so it's 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 a real eye opener to be able to work with these cultures because you're finding the balance. Exactly, um, and and I mean, you know, I, I love Italy, and I brought you to Italy with the Angel Congress, and you got your book deal, and now you're more in Italy than me. It's so beautiful. I love it. It's, I know, I know. It's funny, it's, you know, uh, the woman who was at the Angel. Um, Uh, she is married to a man here, the Princess Marta Luisa. She is, um, she's, she's, uh, she's living uh, half of the time here and in Norway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a great opportunity to be able to go to Italy. And I remember uh, the first time I went to Italy also, it was with the, I think they were mafia. <laughs> they brought me it was a conference I had no idea I didn't really talk about it but these two mafia guys picked me up in Rome and we drove all night in this van and they bring me to this island not an island it was called Pescare and um, I'm all of a sudden I arrive at some hotel at one o'clock in the morning and there's no person there to check me in and they I, we finally they the bellman or the person at the front desk goes we don't have your name there's no room for you I go what I said the promoter was supposed to have a room and everything they said well you can sleep in this maid's quarters closet until oh. the morning and this was two o'clock in the morning by the time they found that place that was available And then I was supposed to speak the next uh, afternoon. And thank goodness I, 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 I was able to have a room. And of course, that's Italy. Um, and that was my first, one of my first experiences. I think it was the <laughs> second or third in Italy. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this was like, then I understood where the culture was. But, you know, not that they're all like that, but that was just that was an opportunity to go to Italy also. So yeah. I think it's, it's life is, you know, life is funny. Life is, uh, you know, and I laugh about it now, but um, you know, these guys didn't speak to me and I thought, Oh my God, I'm in a bad movie. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> you know? This is crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. But, um, but I had a great time anyway. And, um, and so I think life is about having fun Yeah, uh, I'm one to no matter what is going on, I find the fun about life, no matter where you are. And we have to laugh and we have to uh, keep keep it light and keep moving forward because, um, you know, it's part of our our, our energy as as kids. And, yes. you know, and I'm still a kid, yeah. you know, um, you know, no matter how old I am. Exactly. That's, that's it. You know, we have to, to stay children within and, and to, to, to stay young because only then we have still this, this incredible enthusiasm. And, and, you know, probably, you know, that enthusiasm comes from, from the Greek language and means 
being within God, you know, being within yes. God and be in this enthusiasm about life, about, you know, the gorgeousness of nature, the gorgeousness of people you love. There's always so much you can be grateful of and about. And I think this is really what life is about. It's about gratitude. It's about the love. It's about not taking anything for granted because nothing is granted, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For every single day we open our eyes, we can be so grateful because millions of people die overnight, you know, on the whole planet. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Well, I, you, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm one to always, you know, and you know me, some people know me as the yes man. Yes. But the yes was born in Germany because I was at an event and I walked into this event and um Uh, it was at that place that you and I taught. What was that uh, city? In, in Augsburg. Augsburg. And so I, I, this was another time I went and I was like, oh, my God, the energy is so heavy in this room. <laughs> and I went backstage and I said, show me what I'm supposed to say to this audience. And it said, you have to have them stand up before you start your seminar and, and hold their hands up and say, yes, 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 a hundred times. And I did that. And, and actually, Ralph Bauer surprised me. He was in the back and he saw this and he said, oh, my God, you need to do something with this yes exercise because the energy had shifted. Everybody was so happy. And uh, I started using that all over the world. Um, and I wrote a book about it, too. But, you know, when I when I started doing it in Italy, Christina said, do you know what that means in Hebrew? And I said, no. She said, yesh means God. Yeah. You're, you're, you're giving, you know, uh, alignment to God, God, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that made sense. Yes. People were so happy to say it. And even in different countries, I make them say it in English. Yes. Because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. CCC, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nope. yes, yes, True. you know, True. so, so that's the, that's the takeaway of sometimes what the miracles happen just by being in the moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you realize that one single word can change the energy of an entire room of an entire group, this is so powerful. And it's the same if you go into different languages of thank you, but in the moment you Go like grazie has a much higher frequency than Dankeschön or thank you, much higher. But mm -hmm. if you go from grazie, which is grace, you go even higher to merci in the French language, which, which comes from mercy. Like mm -hmm. if you go into the merci energy and you say it nine times, your energy is immediately in a very high space. Yeah, yeah. And and this is what you always can use in the daily moments when the energy starts to go down. You say yes, you say merci, or you say grazie, and your energy is immediately okay. changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the that's the the work that we all have to do every day. And um, you know, and, and I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to speak to you and It's always a pleasure to be in your energy and to know that we are all connected forever and ever and that you and I have such history. 
Yes. Uh, in, in a past life and in this life. Yes. So continue true. to have more. And um, and that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. And you know what? There was this one thing which I realized during leukemia was the one thing was about the laugh. And the other thing was about the most important thing we can have in life besides love is the connection and the communication with people. Because I had lost my hair, I had lost my eyelashes, my eyebrows, everything was gone. I didn't look like I look now and and everything was gone. I couldn't do anything. But what rested was the possibility to connect, to talk and to love. Hmm. And I think we always should remember that love is always the answer. We should always remember to hold the connection to the people who are dear, who are close to our hearts, and to really have this deep communication. Mm -hmm. And then everything works out. If you have a few people in your life with whom you can share your deepest wishes, your deepest, yeah, whatever, also traumas, everything then you're a very very rich person right yeah absolutely absolutely yeah and uh, i want to ask you something i always ask my guests in the podcast you know it's called the victorious you podcast so i want to ask you what makes you your most victorious you i think uh feeling uh in alignment with myself and my body and being around uh, positive people that that makes me feel victorious especially when I'm being of service yes. and I'm not thinking about just me I'm I'm just really giving giving a seminar or you know it, it's really interesting when the energy is is flowing those are the biggest moments that I'm victorious and it's happened many times in different countries when I'm speaking yeah. and It happened at a book signing I gave at the Grove the other night. People started crying and they didn't know why. And I said, because the energy is so flowing. The, the room was so conscious. And, you know, I had a singer open the room to sing. And then I had people saying a prayer. And it, it, it was just beautiful. And people walked out of there, different person. So I think that's my, you know, most victorious feeling is to be able to show up yeah. and be of service and yeah. be in the energy of love that overflows into their lives and their vibe. And and you are able through your frequency to change the frequency of the others, which is so beautiful. And so, yeah, it's just, this is what we are here for, right? I think everybody's here for this. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't you think it's just for the for for the ending? Don't you think because people always ask you, ask me, ask us about what is my life purpose? I think the life purpose of every single person right now in this very very special time on planet Earth is to become more and more love, because only like that we will change this planet back into peace. What do you think? Absolutely. I think if we have life, we have purpose. Um, Carolyn Mace said that many years ago, but I believe of becoming the frequency of love changes everything. 
whether you are trying to do something, get out of something, change something, just become love and start slowly and then your life will get better and better. That's your purpose. That's your purpose. Love is love is the answer. Love is the purpose. Love is living. True. True. I knew we are on the same (laughs) on the same level or plane as always. Even we haven't seen each other for five years. Well, I can't wait to see you. Yeah. And I'm sure we will see each other very soon. The universe always finds the magic or I'll come to Germany. I don't know. I'm open. I'm open. (laughs) Exactly. You are always open for miracles, for synchronicities and for divine timing. (laughs) And I I want to thank you so, so much for your time and your beautiful, beautiful energy. You know, I love you and I always love to be with you. And I wish you all the best with your health that you have get all the energy back into your body and you feel like even better than before and keep shining and just a big 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 angel hug for you and thank you so much for being with me thank you isabel i love you and i can't wait to see you soon bye bye (laughs) i absolutely loved the conversation with scary And I think he is truly an amazing man. And I really want to know what you think about this episode, what you got from it. Because, you know, there were so many pearls of wisdom within. And especially the moment when Gary started talking about his health and his reframing of health issues into health opportunities. I think this is just amazing because so many people out there, me included, had or have health issues. But if we really start to see the opportunities within them, we totally can change our lives. Isn't that amazing? So please let me know on social media what you think about all of this. And if you like the conversation, please rate it and write a review for Victorious You. This would mean the world to me. And if you think someone else could benefit from this, please share it in all the ways you know. Till next time. And remember, miracles are possible. Always and everywhere.